The wieners. <laughs> Why do we have to wait for the that's, wieners? That's like one of those seashells. Seashells. Why do we have to wait for wieners? Why do we have to wait for wieners? Why do we have to wait for wieners? Toy boats. Toy boats. Diction is done with the tip of the tongue and the teeth. We got levels. We have levels. 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 Hello. Well, hello and welcome to Idiots with Instruments, the show that follows Red Hot Rebellion as we write and record our brand new album while interviewing very fancy people in the music industry about all kinds of things that make the world go round. My name is Jim Tremantena. I am the bass player and lead vocalist of Red Hot Rebellion. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Doug and I play guitar. Hey, I'm Andres and I play the drums and sing. That's right. You do. And you have a wicked sweet poom. I do. Uh, I have a very uncomfortable to look at mustache. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's very got a of a thick. Yeah, if anyone has a comb, better known as a poom broom, <laughs> please send it to us. Yeah. Care of Walla Walla, Washington, PO Box nine three. And we'll give it to Andres <laughs> so he can brush that wicked is that, poom. Is that a thing that exists? Yeah. Send it to Cincinnati, Arkansas. Yeah. What? It, where are the places? There are many Cincinnatis we learned today. Yeah. There's five of them. But five. we're not here to talk about that. What we're here to talk about today is something that a lot of uh, listeners had uh, told us they were interested in, which was getting their music on playlists on Spotify. Yeah. Have you heard of the Spotify, Andres? Do you know what it is? I have. It's one of them. They're streaming machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not an actual machine, though. It's many machines, probably. Right. It's mm-hmm. a, fuck, a fuck ton of computers. <laughs> yep. Right. And servers doing all that fancy yep. stuff. So yeah, we. Doug have, knows about it. Doug knows yeah. all about it. Doug, yep. Doug's a computer man. Mm-hmm. He's some kind of weirdo. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we have an interview with George Goodrich, who is an author and CEO of a really fancy company that that's their job. That's what they do. They get they curate uh, playlists, uh, will help curators who curate playlists uh, get the right music on there, and they also help artists get their music on playlists. Uh, so what do you say we run that interview right now? Joining us today is George Goodrich, the CEO of Playlist Push, a service that helps independent artists get their music on playlists and gives curators a way to monetize their playlist while discovering new music. He is also the author of the book, The Slotify Method, How to Use Spotify Playlist to Launch Your Career in Music, which dives into the growing importance of Spotify as a tool for emerging artists. George, welcome to Idiots with Instruments. How are you today, sir? Good, good, great, great to be here. Great to be here. Awesome intro, by the way. That was uh, nice. I was like, is he, ta- is he is he talking about me? Nice. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on the yeah. internet. I'm going for an award for best <laughs> intro maker. Um, so that's, a, that's probably number one at this point. Sweet. <laughs> wow. We're gonna have to write a good intro for your intro award. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's awesome. So I guess. Um, if we could, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Spotify and uh, what like is it the best platform for independent artists right now? Like, what's your opinion? Um, I think it's slowly getting there. Um, there's kind of been there's I think there's kind of like a divergence between the old school guys that are still angry that Spotify pays next to nothing per stream, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of the younger artists that are taking advantage of it. 
uh, getting on playlists and, you know, paying their rent and then some. So um, I, I think it's it's still a mix. And uh, now that they're a, a publicly traded company, I think um, that has, you know, changed changed a few viewpoints as well. But, um, I mean, from what I've seen, I've seen uh, hundreds of artists um, just be put on the map and launch their careers from, from utilizing Spotify and investing their time there. Yeah, and um, like one of the the things that seems to be all the rage nowadays is uh, getting your music on a playlist. You know, like they want like the Spotify curated playlist or be on the playlist from uh, you know um, a semi famous curator. Um, is so are like playlists now kind of like what music blogs were you know several years ago where people are going to discover new music and that's why so much focus is on them nowadays. Yeah, I, I think it's getting there. I, I think just with the way things have shifted in the way people are consuming content. Um, people just, you know, they're not clicking through to blog posts and reading about, um, you know, where someone grew up and, you know, what their mom's maiden name is and then clicking through to a link to their music and then finally listening to the song, right? And maybe even becoming a, a fan after being put through all that abuse. On Spotify, if you're on a playlist, you're basically just directly getting into people's ears, right? right There's not right. a lot of hunting around. Um, and you know, when I was in college, uh, music blogs were huge. Right. It was really hard to find and dig up new music, but now, uh, there's so many different outlets and ways to do that. And playlists are definitely one of them. Uh, I mean, if you're an avid Spotify user, that's probably the main way that, um, you find and, and consume content. I know it is for me, at least, whether it's the personalized playlist, uh, which can be, be triggered from gaining momentum on your own. Mm -hmm. Or it's um, a user-generated playlist, or if you're lucky enough, an editorial playlist. Right. Yeah, I know. I find so many new bands on my Discovery Weekly. I'm like really impressed by how their like artificial intelligence knows I'm gonna like this song, and I'm like, some bitch, I do. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. like, there's no way I'm gonna like this. Yeah. This song is great. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is gonna be awful. So like, how like what's the process for um, connecting with like a spot uh, Spotify player playlist curator? Like, um, is there? Like a set one two three four for people to follow, or is it kind of uh, like what like what what is your method? What is the Slotify method? How, let's start there. Yeah, uh, it it's kind of got dubbed. Um, it was just kind of a random name, um, but it's all about like just getting in the slot, you know, finding a slot for your music in a playlist. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of what birthed it. But it was mainly just from finding playlists and then reaching out and getting your music on those playlists or just getting your music into a playlist in general. Um, how you do that, there's a few different ways. Uh, the first way would be through your uh, distributor. So even though Spotify's made it to our Spotify, um, on the Spotify artist portal, you can submit your mm -hmm. song directly to the editorial playlist. It's still uh, a really good tool if you can find a distributor that has a tight connection with Spotify and the editorial team. So they're pitching on your behalf. Um, but, you know, that's it's still uh, really hard to do. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of that is still going to come down to what listeners are doing uh, when they're when they're listening to your music. Are they saving it? Are they adding it to their own playlist? Right. Um, those are all those things can compile into how far the song can go. So you do that by getting on smaller user generated playlists uh, where you're going to organically get your music out there to listeners that are already on the platform. And if it can do well from there, there's a good chance 
it can at least start getting bumped up into um, Discover Weekly and then release Radar when you're coming out with new music. Right, right. And then, um, so it, are like the distributors now kind of like jumping over labels as though, because like since Spotify is such a huge listening platform, it's, and like before you would have like a, a label talk to like a music uh, plugger uh, for radio and the radio plugger would go and try to get the song on the radio. Um, but now it seems like the distributors are like that first point of contact between Spotify and, you know, and the listening public. Um, so is that... Is that accurate, or did I just kind of just make shit up there? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think you're right. I think the there's well, I mean, there's so many distributors now, mm-hmm. uh, and there's so many different options, and a lot of them are very easy to use, and they take a small percentage all the way down to like five percent. Right. Um, and you know, with the success of um, artists kind of making their own way uh, and not signing to a major label, they're kind of just like proving the case more and more that you don't need to give away 70% or 60% or whatever terrible deal you, you get with a label um, because you can just kind of find different services to market your music like Playlist Push or, um, you know, there's a, a lot of different options out there for artists to build email lists, um, you know, create create their own website very easily, run ads on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're kind of like entering the area in like the, the well-educated indie artists where, we used to kind of just be the indie artist that would make the music and then just find someone to do all the complicated shit for them. Right. Yeah. It's like, I see a lot of indie artists now are like direct email marketers. Basically they're using like sales (laughs) funnels. They're using like, um, uh, you know, lead magnets and stuff. And it's like, Hmm. it's, it's kind of, uh, I think it's also with the indie book scene too, they're kind of running parallel and like they're, they're trying to do the, do the things that like, the majors used to do on like a huge level, but like more directed towards like niche audiences. Um, so like, what are some of the services that like playlist push offers for, uh, I guess, artists and also on the flip side of that for curators, like how does one become a curator and, and then like also on the artist side. So whichever you want to take first. Yeah, for sure. So on the artist and label or manager side, um, whoever's handling the music, uh, we basically just, we pitch, we send the music to curators to listen to the song, give feedback. Um, but we do that in a way that uh, there's a high chance that the curator is going to like the music and actually place it on their playlist. Mm-hmm. Number one, the first thing we're doing is we're paying them to listen to the music. And then on their end, when they sign up, let's say the music is like summer road trip, they need to designate what genres they want to hear. Uh, so that could be like indie rock and you know electronic. So we're only going to send those songs to those curators. So we're not sending jazz to the, the heavy metal curators, right? Right. Um, so, and then on the other end, so on the artist end, when you're setting up the campaign, you're basically selecting which genres you want to send the music to. Uh, and then you're paying that set amount based on how many uh, followers and how many playlists we have. And that the prices on that range anywhere from one hundred fifty dollars all the way up to a thousand dollars. It just depends on you know how many curators you want to send the music to. Mm. Um, on the curator end, as long as you have a playlist that has four hundred followers, uh, there's actually people listening to it. Um, and you know you're passionate about helping indie artists. Uh, you can sign up to playlist push, and you know over time you can earn anywhere from a dollar to ten dollars per song. Um, mm. And yeah, I mean, there's the cool thing about it that I, I never really think about is the curators that use the platform 
um, because I'm so focused on the artist side. But a lot of our curators, they've been able to quit their jobs driving for Uber um, and kind of just other different gigs, like they're either kids in college um, and actually kind of starting to live off it, which is really cool. That's really cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so this this kind of does sound a little yeah. like a, a, a music blog replacement, and that's cutting out like the bullshit. It's like instead of them just talking about the music, it's like, hey, these, these are all the coolest songs, and you trust me because I'm a good taste maker. I have good taste, so listen to the coolest songs on my playlist. That's that's really exactly. Neat. Do you have any like um, say artists that are both like say you know like here's an we're we're we use your service to like uh, you know push us on the playlists and also or we're we're also interested in being curators you know in our genre or multiple genres. Is there a way to do both? Yeah, yeah. I think we've kind of just um, just by the product of creation. Uh, it's kind of marketed to both sides. So we've had curators who have been on the platform. And, you know, a lot of the curators will send us to artists because they'll say, hey, you know, I know this artist, they're either being messaged um, or, you know, they're receiving music and they think the service is cool and uh, they see how kind of well built it is and, and how easy everything is to use that they want to use it on the artist side. Um, sometimes they're record labels, um, sometimes they're artists themselves who have been smart enough to create playlists. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a, a lot of crossover with uh, the curators running campaigns, um, and then the, the artists eventually becoming curators as well. And then, so like the campaign aspect, is that like a traditional PR campaign or is that a campaign in a sense that you're pitching music directly at curators that are receptive to that particular genre? And then how long, do those, um, how long do those campaigns last? Yeah. So the, the campaigns are short. Uh, they're two weeks okay. and t typically a PR company would you know, take your money and then kind of just bleed you out over a week yeah. or, or over a, mo or a month. Or we're familiar. Months, right? We're familiar with that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very much yeah. So. And I, yeah, I can tell you guys have dealt with that because, and myself, I, I used to be an artist manager myself. It's like spending $500 or spending $3,000 mm -hmm. and then, you're kind of just waiting for this feedback and then you, you know, you get on like one blog that has like no one reading it. Right. Um, and it really does nothing for the bottom line as far as, you know, at least getting you new fans, um, or getting any type of return on investment. Um, right. so I think that's been a, that's probably been where, um, you know, a lot of people have said, okay, we're going to stop doing this and let's just get our music on some playlists because we know we're at least going to get it out to, into some human ears, right? Which is kind of right. the most important part. Right, yeah. And that's like most artists, that's what they want. We want people to listen to the damn shit. That's why we're making yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then do you find like that um, the the methods work the same for all different genres or do like the more obscure ones – like I guess if it, like you're in a pretty standard genre genre like metal or indie rock or electronica or hip hop, you're probably pretty safe. But if you drill down into something real obscure, is it is it harder? Um, it can be kind of tricky. You know, a lot of times the genres are just kind of a loose guide for artists to use. You know, they're they're not super specific, and you know, we don't want to have a thousand different subgenres so people just get overwhelmed. Hmm. They're kind of just like a general compass, and then you know, if, if people are ever concerned or they don't really know where to go, a lot, a lot of time we'll guide people through that. We'll listen to the song. We'll say, hey, you know, if, if you want to, if you have a bigger budget, we can send it to these curators. If you have a smaller budget, we could just send it to these guys. Um, mm -hmm. And we can kind of work it out that way. But we've definitely 
we definitely ran some interesting music. I, I had no idea how big the Christian worship world was <laughs> until, oh, yeah. I, until we started this business, because mm-hmm. um, that is massive, um, yeah. whether it's Christian rap, um, you know, the more gospel stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's been interesting, um, and, and those people are great to deal with. Yeah, I bet. And um, do so you deal with like on a song by song level, right? It's like someone doesn't come to you and like, here's my new album, push the whole thing. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. So we only work singles, and each campaign is two weeks. So okay. what we'll do is, um, as soon as the song goes live on Spotify, we'll send the song out to the curators. Uh, they'll get a notification on the platform, um, and they'll say, you know, so and so sent you a song, and they'll listen to it and they'll get feedback on it. If they add the song to their playlist, we notify you guys immediately, and we send you an email with a link to that playlist. Um, that goes on for two weeks at the end of the two weeks, we give you a full report. So you get a ton of data back as far as exactly what happened each day of the campaign, how many playlists the song got added to the total amount of followers, Hmm. uh, the popularity increase of the song on Spotify, uh, and a few other things. And and then you also get all the feedback from the curators that added the song, um, Hmm. links to their playlists and then some feedback from curators that may have not added it. That's cool. And does that like hook into like the uh, Spotify APIs? Is that how you grab all that data, or have you done some real fancy coding to to figure that stuff out? Um, yeah. So most of it's done through the API, but there's some cool stuff that we built ourselves. My uh, my partner um, Ludo Helder is a major, amazing software engineer. Um, he's he's built some really cool stuff that's um, you know makes it as transparent as possible for us as far as what we're actually doing. That's really cool. So um, I guess you you briefly mentioned like you have to, to become a curator. You, you already have to be running um, playlists that are uh, at least 400, 400 subscribers. Is that right? So, yeah, 400 followers. Yeah. 400 followers. Huh. Okay, that's interesting. So, yeah, you're not going to take any Joe Schmuck off the street. Right. That's, unless, no, no. <laughs> unless they have 400 um, friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean uh, – the most, the most important thing for us is uh, people are actually listening to the playlist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether it has 400 followers or 100,000 followers, um, you know, it's yeah. it's important that you're actually going to gain streams from it if you right. get on a playlist, right. which can be one of the trickiest parts about it if you're just kind of doing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've seen some other advice recently where to like for indie bands, it's like, you know, start creating your own playlist of bands that sound like you and then sneak your own music in there to kind of expose yourself. Yeah. <laughs> expose yourself. Whoa. But um, <laughs> I mean, is that um, do you think that's good advice or is that is that silly? Yeah, that's no, that's great advice. Um, you guys should definitely be doing that. And then you know, what you can do is you can actually pin that playlist to your profile. So, you know, if you only have two or three songs on, on um, your profile on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, someone might listen to one song or two song and they might they might kind of just, you know, navigate out of there. But if you have a cool playlist that has different songs on it, um, they're more likely to hang around or at least hopefully continue listening to that list as you kind of um, bury your music in there. Gotcha. Yeah. And then hmm. what? So the difference between like the official Spotify editorial playlists are those people actually work for Spotify. Is that right? Uh, correct. Yeah. So those are Spotify owned playlists. Um, they're also known as like the Holy Grail. Right. You know, because I mean, those are Spotify kind of highlights their own playlists on purpose. 
for for multiple reasons. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you can get on those playlists, the great thing about that is there's kind of like a trickle down effect. So if you get on one rock playlist, that could trickle down trickle down into a smaller rock playlist or um, mm-hmm. like a, a more specific to your sound. Uh, and then you have a higher chance of actually landing on those lists um, further down the road as you continue to release music. Right. There's so much of what Spotify does is based on the data um, and you know how people are reacting to the song. Uh, I mean, Spotify, obviously, do they have people listening to songs and making playlists? Yeah, but the computers are also doing a lot of that stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all data-driven. Um, and then, yeah. so is that a, like a lot? Is are the major labels controlling that a lot of times? Like, are they doing? Are they giving? Are there kickbacks involved? Is it like the old days where, you know, Johnny Johnny Two Bags with a bag of money goes up to the fancy radio station and says, "Play this new Elvis record. You're it's good for you," and that kind of thing. Or? Uh, I mean, I I can't speak and say that's happening exactly, but um, it's hard to say that it's not. Um, just because that's kind of the way things work, especially when you get to that, that level and you have that kind of money being thrown around. Um, I think that's definitely something that does happen. Um, but I I have no account for it, but, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a possibility. I'm sure it happens. Yeah. Yeah, we're under legal counsel to say it's it. It may or may not happen. <laughs> yeah. You wanna? I don't know. I don't know. You can neither yeah. confirm yeah. nor deny. deny. I don't recollect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do exactly. not recollect that yeah. particular. Thing. Sorry to interrupt this broadcast, but someone has to keep the lights on around here. We will return to idiots with instruments after a message from this episode's sponsor, Ditto Music. Ditto Music is an award-winning global music distribution and record label services company, supporting over 150,000 artists and labels worldwide, with 20 offices across the UK, Europe, Australia, Asia, North, and Latin America. Founded by musicians for musicians, Ditto provides distribution, music video, promotional, and label services offering both 100% royalty and commission-based deals. Artists can start distributing unlimited music for as low as $19 per year. Ditto Music is also responsible for the innovative product record label in a box, which provides all the tools budding music entrepreneurs need to start and run a successful label and has helped establish thousands of new independent labels all over the world. Visit DittoMusic.com to start your worldwide music distribution empire for as low as $19 per year. Ditto Music! Ask for it by name! Ditto Music. Um, so, what would your advice be, I guess, to like... Like brand new artists who like maybe they're in the studio for the first time. They're recording like an EP or a couple singles. They're just getting their chops ready. They're they're hitting the road. They're playing. They're playing clubs. They're building a little bit of a following. Like what's what's their next step um, as far as like you know trying to get out into the streaming world and get on some of these playlists. Um, there's there's a lot. Um, I should probably write a book on it at some yeah. point, <laughs> but um. Um, no, I mean, I think, uh, the real life interaction and, you know, meeting people, whether you guys are playing shows or you're telling people about your music, getting those people on to your Spotify profile, I think is super important and kind of something that's completely overlooked. 
because people think, oh, I do this on the internet. I have to do this on the internet. Um, where right. I think it's great if, you know, you're doing something at a show, if you can just, you know, pass out little cards that have your Spotify, um, information on it. Mm-hmm. And so people can find your music and kind of actively follow you. Um, I think that's, that's a big one. Uh, I think having good photos and making sure like you have like a polished image mm-hmm. is good, obviously, yeah. but I think track artwork is also a big one too. Um, because everything is so visual, especially on Spotify and streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are going to see that. And, you know, if the track artwork looks like it was made by a five year old, what are the odds <laughs> of you clicking on that album, right? Right. right. Unless that's Versus, what you're into. Yeah, maybe you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your five year old um, music savant like Mozart. Mozart. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about so, Mozart. Yeah. yeah. No. So, just to reiterate, George did write a book. It was called Slotify Method How to Use Spotify Playlists to Launch Your Career in Music. And that's available where? Amazon or um, other retailers? Um, yeah, it's on Amazon. Um, unfortunately it's only in digital format. Um, but it's on Amazon, but it's also on my website, slotifymethod.com. Very cool. Um, maybe, maybe we could, uh, do, do a promo code for like a, uh, a giveaway for that. That would actually. be oh. fantastic. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, um, we, I surveyed our, our listeners uh, not too long ago. And, uh, one of the, the questions that kept coming up is, you know, spot, how do we get on Spotify playlists? How do we right. get on Spotify playlists? And I'm like, well, we should talk to George. <laughs> right. And now, man, yeah, if you, uh, if we could work out some kind of like promo code for, for those fools, we would pass it on happily. Yeah, um, let me think about that. Um, okay. But I'll, I'll I'll think of something before the before the end of the show, and we'll we'll throw it up there, and um, you you guys can just grab it for free. Oh, oh. man, that's awesome! Wow. Yeah, thank that's you so much. Super nice. Awesome, <laughs> we'll yeah, no you. sweat. Andres will bake you cookies. He's, a, I, he's yeah, a baker. or whatever. <laughs> I I was a baker for eight years, so professionally. Oh, nice. So oh, yeah, wow. if, if no you joke. want, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you want something <laughs> baked and sent to you, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. Well, why don't you yeah, ask, it's super weird. Why don't you ask your obligatory question to to our fine guest? <laughs> uh, what did you do before you started this as a job professionally? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. So I worked for a uh, a music distributor. Um, so our main thing was SoundCloud monetization. Okay. So we were helping um, mostly younger people on SoundCloud be able to run ads uh, on their on their channel in front of their songs um, and actually get paid because Spotify was free, but there was a lot of people there getting um, a lot of streams and a lot of listens to their music. Okay. Uh, and then we started eventually distributing people that were on SoundCloud to Spotify. And a few of those people um, got on official playlists, got millions of streams, got signed to big record labels. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was kind of like, wow, this is definitely kind of the future or this is going to be a thing and that was probably about two and a half years ago that was when you could still you know email someone at spotify and have like a 50 50 chance 50 50 chance of getting on a playlist um, oh wow yeah now it's now it's we snoozed and lose on that one <laughs> yeah, yeah well that's um so, like everything so yeah i mean i, I was lucky that i i uh I you know had that opportunity and was was kind of out in front of it and then uh, I wrote the ebook um, and then people sort of buying it reaching out and then um, you know they're like hey I like the book but can I pay you to do this please and then 
Um, huh. It was kind of a nightmare trying to do like cons- consulting for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, or just do it by myself. So we eventually built Playlist Push and just kind of started um, wow. collecting people we knew that uh, on Playlist. That's really interesting. Nice. So, so Playlist Push sprang out of the ebook. Is that right? So, yeah, it did. Wow. Um, it was kind of just the natural progression of uh, of things. Um, and I, just, I didn't really think anything would come from. I mean, I don't make anything from the book. You know, it's like a cu- couple hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. uh, here and there. But um, yeah, that's definitely kind of been the catalyst to to know to to build the next thing. Um, yeah. And now it's now it's huge. I mean, I think we've done over. 2000 songs now or close to 2000 songs wow so, so when did so, when did playlist push launch is it uh uh last june oh wow oh wow that yeah, is yeah. very recent wow yeah and you've done 2000 so songs yeah in, in just over a year holy crap <laughs> yeah wow um but it was it was very very slow to, to start you know it was right it was for, it was 40 dollars for a campaign and we had like eight curators Everything was done by email. I pretty much spent every day just on the phone talking to artists, kind of mm. figuring out what they should do. And um, yeah, now it's now it's kind of a it's it's picked up a little bit. It's it's been a fun ride. Did um that did you awesome. did you advertise playlist push when uh, when it first launched, or was it just all word of mouth? No, it was mostly word of mouth. Um, I think we've I've just kind of um, picked up a knack for blogging and got out in front of uh you know blogging about spotify playlists kind of how to get on them mm-hmm. and i think that's really helped us out if, if people have looked anything up about spotify playlists there, there's a good chance you're going to find something written um by me or mm-hmm. or by someone at playlist push um so i think doing that putting that knowledge out there and then um people finding us that way has been great because then you know pe- people are educated on it already and i don't have to you know, sell someone on it. And I, you know, I don't have to like force someone into doing it. Um, I, it can just kind of like naturally happen. And they're, they're already aware of the, the value that they're going to get from it. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on that. Cool. Yeah. No doubt. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. So, yeah. um, in your opinion right now, like, so say a band, we have a, a there's a thousand dollar budget for like our, mm-hmm. our next release. Would uh, mm-hmm. would you say split it right down the middle for like you know playlist promotion and like physical um, media to sell at shows, or would should you say go all whole hog in uh, in the playlist mm-hmm. arena and then just you know do t shirts and other merchandise at shows and just get out there get in the van and and trucking? Yeah, I think I think I would definitely um, I would definitely get into the the playlist stuff right away, and I think. Uh, the most important thing, and people ask me all the time, like, hey, what, what should I do with this release? Should, should I do, you know, one song a month or I kind of want to do an album? Uh, I think the most important thing is to just keep releasing good music on a, a realistic timeline that you can. Mm-hmm. And each time, make sure you get that music out to as ma- many playlists as you can. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I think, you know, you'll be fine. But uh, Spotify is about it's all about playing the long game. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. sometimes the, they'll say, "Oh, I just need to get on a playlist, and then I'll get a billion streams, and then I'll get a, a billion dollar label deal." But that's just not how it works. The people that have done well um, through playlist push, they've ran six or seven campaigns, right. and it's it's just it's it's a numbers game. So the the okay. more times you you know you're hitting on that algorithm uh, and you're getting your music out to those people, the higher chance you have of 
um, kind of moving up to that next level and starting to gain um, a large amount of listeners. Mm-hmm. And then, so you say like six or seven campaigns, would that be for the same song or would that be for different songs? Or No, that'd be like over you know, six months or eight months or okay. maybe even a year. Um, but, you know, if, it just depends on if you're doing singles or albums. Um, I think right. what, with the streaming landscape, I think a lot more people have just switched to strictly singles, mm-hmm. but doing kind of doing a single, promote it, doing a single, doing a promote it instead of creating an album and then promoting it and then being like, oh, okay, well shit, now what? It didn't do that well. <laughs> right, and right. then, you know, so instead of doing this massive um, commitment of work, you're more or less just experimenting with each song and hoping you can build on top of the next one. Hmm, that's interesting. Do you ever, did people ever send you like a full album and they're like, hey, we only want to do one song. Can you pick the best one? <laughs> like, do you ever... <laughs> deal with that type of thing or yeah and they do that and then i send it to our interns and i say pick the best song <laughs> fair go. enough yeah. <laughs> no yeah I, I i do that i do that often um you know I'll, I'll i'll listen to the song and uh or go through the album and then um pick one for them or um yeah i'm happy to do that for you guys as well Oh, nice. Yeah, because yeah, cool. like the whole I don't know how much you know about this, this crazy little podcast, but the premise behind it is we're, we're writing a, a new album pretty much live in the studio with with the listeners. Um, yes. and yeah, this is part of the journey. Yeah, the, I love yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like and part of the journey is like ex- exploring different like distribution methods and, yeah. and, and <laughs> how to do it without failing. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest. Right. thing. because yeah, we've uh, we've had two albums, one EP, three four singles did we do four singles yeah, last year like so that, we've yeah. done a little bit of everything um we've, so t- uh two comic books yeah two uh, comic books yeah um, nice. concept album yeah um you know, now we got the podcast now we have a podcast so we're kind of like jumping around media yeah. and stuff but i think it's mostly because we have adhd it's not well, <laughs> <laughs> I think and it's we're good. having fun I, I yeah i think it's good i think we're uh trying to experiment with different mediums aside from music i mean music right. is always the main focus but it's kind of like we've all been playing music forever with right. the same results <laughs> like, like yeah, dive, yeah, dive yeah. bars you know? yeah yeah so right. i don't know we've opened for some pretty fancy folks but have, i guess absolutely. but also like part of the, this it, this like project uh with the podcast is also like spreading knowledge and sharing new ideas right. with people and like this is so we really appreciate your insight yeah the, there was a question I started with that Sorry. whole rambling, and I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> what was that, I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I was wondering. Did um, you- no, I, mean, I think you guys were just kind of asking, you know, what what things you should be doing out of, out of the gate, or um, right. yeah, yeah, or kind of like the the main. Yeah, I mean, um, but I think I answered that. You Actually, sure yeah. did. Yeah. You sure <laughs> did. Did do you play any instruments, or have you? I don't. You- um, I owned a drum set when I was oh, a kid, but nice. I, I've always been on the business side of it. Um, it's always been kind of my mission to, to help indie artists and kind of help move their art forward. And I've uh, been doing that for like, I don't know, five years on and off, but just now started actually making some money doing it, which is cool. That's yeah. Cool. That's, awesome. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah. Um, I think eventually, you know, playlist push will grow and evolve and we'll, we'll be able to, to, to help more people out kind of on a bigger scale, hopefully. 
do you have like an exit strategy? Are you like looking to like sell out to like Amazon or someone <laughs> cool like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I we don't. Have, I don't have a plan to sell it. Um, I would like to create it into maybe some some sort of label component mm-hmm. um, of the business, but um, just because we have so many people sending us music and uh, so many of them uh, are talented, but don't, don't necessarily have a large budget um, right. to, to really put, put behind the, the music. Um, so, you know, I think we're, we're working on that and may, maybe creating an, another service similar to playlist push. They can, um, you know, get the music out to different influencers across the internet. Um, something like that, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, no definite plans. That's really oh, that cool. sounds rad. Yeah. <laughs> Are you yeah. interested? <laughs> yeah, I'm very interested. <laughs> I mean, isn't that Well, follow me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah, kind of why we're talking to you. That's a good right? good question. Yeah. Where where can we're we follow all... you on the old uh, interwebs there? Are you on the Twitter, the Facebook? Um, Twitter's probably best. It's demo drop george. So D E M O D R O P and then george. George. Um yeah, don't add me on Facebook, please. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, Face Place is a wasteland these yeah. days. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually impressed with your. Um, uh, we we actually connected in LinkedIn, and I've I've never really had oh. any successful LinkedIn um, uh, connections. So, yay for LinkedIn! Thanks for hooking me up with George. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think LinkedIn. Um, I think LinkedIn's good. As far as musicians, um, you know, I, I think there could be something there. I just don't really know what it is. But I think for um, for business, it's it's been great. Um, yeah, I, I definitely I, met, met some great people. I mean, met you guys. But yeah. um, oh, yeah. that's Aww. so nice. <laughs> yeah, I mainly use it for because I do a lot of music licensing for film and TV and video games, and and that's right. that's yep. my, that's my main like uh, source for like a lot of contacts. And um, but beyond that, like. Uh, yeah, but it seems like the platform's growing. I mean, I, I need to take a better look at it. Now it's a, now we're doing a show on LinkedIn. They got enough money. Yeah, they're let's, they're let's, doing fine. Let's <laughs> talk about playlist push. So what yeah. what haven't I asked you that you think is really important uh, that people should know about uh, playlist push or That's a solid question? Yeah, or just George in general. How are you doing, George? What's up? Um. Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, <laughs> as far as what you should be doing. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say. I would um the I think the distributor thing is is big and I think it's it's important to find a good one and not jump around because I think it's it's easy to have ADD and you know release a song or release an album with a distributor and say, "Oh, they didn't get us on a playlist. We got to go to a new distributor. We're out of here." Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and everyone does that, but I think if you find a good one um you know, double down on them. And I think that that's how you're going to really grow, uh, long-term and make sure they have some pipes. If you are going to give them any type of percentage from, from the work. Right. Yeah. Are there any like that you say steer away from, or are you under like non-disclosure agreements to not badmouth anybody since you um, used to be in the biz steer away from, or do you, are there any I mean, preferred do you like, like say a new artist comes, he's like, I don't even know what to do with this. How do I distribute it? Where, what are some that you suggest to use? Um, I, I think CD baby is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do a great job of, you know, getting your music out there. I mean, at their core, they, they all do the same thing. They, right. they just get your music in the stores. But, um, you know, even if you don't distribute through CD baby, they put out a ton of 
content. Um, they also have a, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff uh, that they're talking about. And I think they're, they're ahead of the curve as far as the marketing stuff too. Um, or, yeah. or at least their their blog posts and things like that. Is yeah, really they, and they've been around forever too, and like they've you know? they've been pretty solid, I think, for decades now. I mean, they've been around yeah. since the '90s and stuff, which is which is crazy. And they they have Book Baby now too. Did you know that they they for indie book authors? They have no, a whole no, book. I need to yeah. check that out. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah, and it's kind of like a um a what do you call it a um. A publisher in a box kind of thing. Do where... they do audio books or is it? No, print books. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they'll actually hook you up. They'll, they'll, they'll do everything like what a, a traditional publisher will do. Kind of like, you know, they'll hook you up with editors and all that kind of stuff. Stuff you could do now yourself, like as right. an indie author. But if you don't have the time or gumption to do it, they'll do it for you hmm. with, for a fee, of course. But right. yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other plans for any new books, George? Since you're now an accomplished, um, successful, yeah. best-selling author, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. People always uh, say, "Oh, my book's a bestseller on Amazon," but you literally have to sell like one book a day to, yeah, be, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be a bestseller on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm familiar. To- I'm an indie author myself, but I write fiction, and yeah, I, I was a bestseller for a day and won a very obscure um, category. As, so. as long as you screenshot it, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> then it's legit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I want to um, I want to continue to create more content, maybe more video stuff, um, and I'll d- definitely plan on updating the book and kind of doing a, a 2.0 version of it. Um, hopefully, in the, in the next few months. Hmm. Any plans for uh, the playlist push podcast or anything like that? Or you think <sighs> I don't know. I think YouTube I thought series? about, it, but I think it's too many P's. Yeah, <laughs> three P's in a row. Yeah, um, that's fair. yeah a, a lot I mean, of plosives. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely thought about it. Um, it's just you know, I I don't want to start a podcast and uh, and just realize I I don't have the time or energy to do it. You know right. what I mean? Because I know it's a yeah. ton of work. Yeah, um, and and props <laughs> to you guys for doing it. It's um, a shitload yeah. of work. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is, but it isn't. You're like, we should have to talk into a microphone. Right, yeah, yeah. A little, well, bit, a little bit more to it than that. So. Yeah, we got to edit all the crazy shit Andres says. That sounds that makes no damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> and when I murder Everything. people's names, I have to go back in and punch in the correct pronunciation and yeah. post. I'm oh, nice. Yeah, terrible yeah. with names. Terrible. So are you locate, you're located uh, um, in California. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Close, close to Venice Beach. Okay, and that's, nice. where, that's where the company is, is located as well? Yeah, correct. Oh, okay. um, there's like there's four of us here, and then there's two. My business partner actually still he lives in Amsterdam. Oh wow! Um, oh. So he lives over there, and we have a few guys over there as well. So it's nice because we can both kind of go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on different different time zones. So while you're sleeping, yeah, yeah. he's working. That's cool, man. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So, well, when we talk to people uh, in New York, we always ask them about pizza. But what does California know about pizza? Nothing. All right. <laughs> But um, they have good food. They out do. There. California yeah. does have great food. But well, how do you, uh, how about this? Uh, what a burger or In and Out burger? In-N-Out. There you go. Uh, definitely say In and Out. Okay. Hmm. Very good. Yeah. For sure. But, double double. But uh, double he, double. He's he's a vegan. Oh, no, you're great. not a vegan. Okay. Good. No, I'm me <laughs> or what? He's one of those. Yeah. He's one of those vegan guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I, I think I've I've pretty much covered all my questions. How about you, there, funny pants? What do you think, there? Are you yeah. talking to me or I Andres? Mean, yeah, whoever, <laughs> no, whoever I, wants to answer I to funny like that pants. Was, that was a really good 
progression yeah, from I think from everything. Um, I yeah. usually usually I like to find out like what kind of uh background people have and how they got into the music business in general. Um but yeah, I mean like SoundCloud to Spotify to yeah, this. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. playlist push. Yep. Ask for it by name, kids. Playlist push. Yeah, and then um, we'll hook you. We'll hook you up with that fancy download code in the play in the production notes. (laughs) Yeah. For yeah, or I mean, I I would just wing a code out there, but I want to like make sure it's actually going to work. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Have to like set it up. Or like we could pretend to be your voice. You're like just go to. Ugbcdownload.com uh, and <laughs> yeah, this is, it'll be a couple of weeks before this airs or yeah. whatever, right? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So we'll, well for we'll, now we'll just go. We'll go with cookies. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So nice. we'll we'll have Anders bake you some cookies. You're not allergic to to anything. No weed allergies or gluten allergies or no, no, chocolate. No, no. Okay. No. Okay. How do you yeah. like them? Do you like them crispy or soft? Um. Yeah, a little on the crispy side, to be honest. Very okay. Good. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's making notes. He's for real. We're going to send yeah. you some cookies. We'll send you some cookies <laughs> and some music and, and a fancy T-shirt or something. Good well, stuff. Well, George, thank you so much for speaking with us. Uh, you've been, this has been really informative, and I know our listeners are going to get a lot out of it because we get a lot of questions about this kind of stuff all the damn time. So, yeah, we'd uh, we'll we'll definitely. Uh, love to to chat with you again in the future as uh, playlist push continues to grow and conquer the music universe. Yeah, <laughs> thanks guys. It was it was a pleasure, and yeah. Um, yeah. Keep, keep me posted on that uh, the release date on that album. Awesome. Yeah, we yeah we'll um, yeah we'll start shooting you music and pestering the hell out of you. So that's, <laughs> yeah, you're that's gonna good. hate us. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, hey, listen to this. What do you think of this? What about this one? <laughs> All right, man. Don't worry. I'm used. I'm used to it. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's kind of your job, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it is my job. <laughs> All right. Well, take care, George. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. We love you, and we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thanks. George. All right. Thanks, guys. Have yeah. a good one. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And through the miracle of technology, we now have a coupon code for everyone, well, not everyone, for 100 people to get free a free copy of George's book. Just head over to slotifymethod.com. That's S-L-O-T-I-F-Y-M-E-T-H-O-D.com, slotifymethod.com, and get his book for free by using the coupon code COOKIES. C-O-O-K-I-E-S. George, thank you so much for sharing your beautiful book with our listeners, and thank you for being a nice fella. Water up! Yeah. Man, what a great interview! Yeah. That dude was super wow. nice. That was yeah. super cool. Yeah, yeah, and you totally have to bake him cookies now. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I should have asked. I realized uh, what kind of cookies. Yeah, like what he's into <laughs> dessert. Well, I did kind of ask him. I said. Anything crispy. that he was he into, said crispy. yeah, right. He said crispy well, cookies. Yeah. I mean, you can't but, go wrong with chocolate chip, but maybe you want to do something fancy, right? I well, know. I I could do like my, my double chocolate chip that's right. peanut yeah. butter filled, right? Ooh. Uh, that yeah, good. or I could do any anything. There's there are really great um, caramel filled M and M's these days that you oh, could wow. put in cookies that would be amazing, hmm. huh? Um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. You're okay. you're the you're the baking genius of the. We'll have group. to do a whole episode on the cookies that he makes for George, <laughs> <laughs> and have George back on. Yeah, Ho- hopefully yeah. not like an anaphylactic shock from whatever we were. <laughs> now he is a no. professional, George. If you're listening, he is a professional baker or was. Yeah, he's a retired was. baker. He wasn't I fired. Am, I am retired. <laughs> no, he, yeah, and yeah, he I, left I quit willingly. that shit. He quit. <laughs> He quit to go on to play drums full time. <laughs> look at look yeah, him now. No, yeah. Look okay. at him now. now Wicked sweet poom in a microphone. I'm super famous. <laughs> so, can't you tell? I'm very successful yeah. at well, drumming. You're, more f- you're the most famous baker in the room. <laughs> so that's fucking saying something, dude. So, yeah, any, everyone there uh, listening there, why don't you send us a little email, redhotrebellion at gmail.com, uh, with any follow-up questions you might have for George and, and just your thoughts. We'd like to hear yeah. from you about this kind of stuff and any kind of stuff. And just we just want to hear from you. We just want to say hey. Yeah. You know? say, so hey, say hey back. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and we're on that uh, the Twitter, at Red Hot Rebellion. And you just visit us at idiotswithinstruments.com. Ask for it by name. And yeah. there's all kinds of fun stuff there. And you can support the show by becoming a patron. Because basically it just takes you to our Patreon page. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It just redirects. That's nice. our website. Our website is our Patreon page. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Because... Nice. There's yeah. all the episodes and information you would ever want about us is right. probably there. And pictures. Right? A picture of Doug, pictures. Doug yeah, Doug in can, a sweater vest. You can see my poom. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, in fact, we should just have an episode all about the poom. I, it, would just, it would just be like... Yeah, it would just be me rubbing it on my microphone for a very long time. It's not entertaining. Like ASMR, radio. ASRM, you know. Yeah. Like the kids who like to put the bread on their face on YouTube, you know. That's a thing. Can you can you even hear that? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll have uh, Chris bump that way up in post production. <laughs> like, yeah. That sounds Throw terrible. the biggest limiter, brick wall limiter on that to make yeah. that as oh, loud man. as fuck. No, that make sounds it, awesome. Make it so loud that when people are listening, they'll have to turn the shit down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll make we, the rest of the episode really low. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, people just rip their headphones off. It'll be like whenever I play the drums. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, this is awful. Yeah. They're just right. like, wow, this is loud. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, good good times then, everyone. So cool. I guess that'll do it for this episode of Idiots with Instruments. I am Jim Tramontana reminding you to keep it simple. Hey, this is Blind Tony WJ. Stay happy. And uh, I'm Andres, uh, letting you know to please not play acoustic, because uh, it takes away jabs from drums. That's correct. Right. Idiots with Instruments is Bye. a solid arts and science production. All rights reserved throughout the multiverse. Please subscribe and review the show on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Visit idiotswithinstruments.com for exclusive bonus material and to support or sponsor this show.